Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Burgundy Zone. I am your host, Kyle, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Reed. Kyle, what is up? Not much at all. This is the reaction pod to the 23-20 loss to the New York Giants. The Washington football team falls short yet again in similar fashion to the New York Giants. Reed, your immediate reaction. Like, are you disheartened? Like, like, how do you, what's your outlook with this game? Like, do you, is this the end of this? Like, we'd have to imagine, right? This is the end of the season. I still don't think so. I think that this division is so bad that there's still a chance, but getting swept by the Giants really doesn't look too good. Um, But at the same time, you can't, the reason that they lost is because once again, they started off slow. They shot themselves in the foot multiple times in the first half. Multiple times. Penalties, turnovers. Right, but the fact that they were still able to nearly win the game despite having four turnovers at that point, it ended up being five. But the fact that they could have tied or won the game that with that with a plus four turnover differential, that that's as long as they get some things ironed out. Remember, this is a young team. As long as they get some things ironed out, they can play some good football. They just, they just need to get on a run and they they need to start playing well. This is a pretty important game though, so it's. Yeah, I don't know. If the, I wouldn't say it's over, but it, it's getting, they're against the ropes right now. I was uplifted to see Morgan Moses um, rallying the troops around the sideline in the first half because they were playing yep. horrendous. I mean, the Isaiah Wright um, muffed punt was just ridiculous. And the first play, offensive play, is a huge gain, but then it ends up being a fumble. Um, I right. was texting a couple people, and uh, a couple people responded to me on Twitter, and I was I said, it's just like – the Monday Night Massacre against Philly where everything just seems to be going wrong and nothing is going right, right you know? And it's crazy that they were able to turn it around the second half. They were outscored 20-3 to in the first half. In the second half, they roar back and score 17 and hold the Giants to three. But they just could not they, get down the field in that fourth quarter. They just couldn't. What is it? They've only, they've only allowed a total of 53 or 54 points this entire season in the second half. Yeah. This is a second half football team. So mm-hmm. it's, I don't know, whatever they're doing at halftime in the locker room, they need to start doing that pregame because uh, it seems to be working uh, going into the second half. But it, it was it was bad. But you did see some good things. You, uh, Alex Smith is rusty. He didn't look yeah. nearly as bad as he did against the Rams. I know he had three interceptions. Two of them were pretty bad. Yeah. Um, the first one wasn't necessarily his fault. Uh, it was just an unfortunate play. But he also had some pretty good throws down the field, especially that one to Terry that Terry caught, and then a couple to Cam Sims that were just like, okay, all right, good. He still checked the ball down a lot, but remember, that game against the Rams didn't really count. He hasn't played in about two hmm, years still. Right. He's still got to get his feet under him. But now it's going to be interesting to see uh, old number seven back there as the backup quarterback dressed up every Sunday. It, it just sucks because these interceptions that happened, they had momentum. And they had the game going with them, and they had a chance to win. It's just, why? Like, why does it have to end that way? Like, why can't we go down and score and win? And it just, it sucks, you know? Because you you see that they're capable of it. We we were talking, we didn't even think that they were capable of coming back, but they did. And, you know, Hall, to Hall's credit, he always says it's one bad half, one good half. And they certainly showed that in this game in particular. But it's just like, my goodness, man why can't you get that last little bit? Like you said, it was almost like a hex. Right. Yeah, it's literally, like I said, I feel like Ron Rivera went to a witch doctor and was like, what do I need to do for you to take my cancer away? And the right. witch doctor was like, give me your player's talent. And yeah. Ron Rivera was like, all right, I guess that's what's going to happen. And spe- did it, boom, cancer's gone. 
and the witch doctor was a Giants fan. Give it to the Giants. Yeah, and but, look, speaking uh, of it's bad, bad juju, because in November, the, around the same yard line that Alex Smith got injured on, Kyle Allen, I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, that's a broken ankle. That's a dislocated ankle. It looked yep. terribly. And the latest and that I saw. saw in slow motion from a different angle. Yeah. Oof. And then Ron Rivera just spoke with the reporters. I, th- I believe he is not rec- uh, going to get surgery. There was a dislocated ankle, but it was a minor fracture that doesn't require surgery, which is good news. And wow, look, he as, got lucky. As bad as that sounds for Kyle Allen and everything, I was uplifted with Alex Smith because, like you said in that Rams game, yeah. it was that offense was completely different. I, I'm, I just Alex Smith's one thing was not turning the football over. And it just it's crazy to me right. that it was just going willy nilly today. Like that's not it's, typical for Alex. And and two two of the turnovers were just one so one of them was the JD McKissick falling down just at the wrong time and Blake Martinez made a great, great smart play. Veteran move. The next one was him just making he had McKissick open, he just overthrew him. He threw it too high, it hit off McKissick's fingers, bounced in the air, got picked off by Jabril Peppers. The next one, the last one, he got baited by Logan Ryan. You don't expect Alex Smith to get baited like that. Uh, But he didn't. That's just something that rust, it's going to happen. And with more game experience, I think that he'll get a little bit better. But he's still, you got to remember, he hasn't played in two years, and he is an older quarterback. And he was never a throw-the-ball-downfield type of guy anyway. Yeah. But I just don't understand why we play the Giants so bad. Why yeah. Daniel Jones all of a sudden looks like he's Peyton Manning out there against us every <laughs> single time we play him. Yeah. And it's it's just it's unreal. They they do have a smart game plan. I'm sorry, I'm going on a rant here, Kyle. No, you're fine. They do have a good game plan, it feels like against our defensive line, where they, mm-hmm. they completely neutralize our defensive line from the game. And that's they they had something like seven different players attempt to run today. Usually yeah. you have about three to four different players attempt to run. They had seven different players. They got the running game going, uh, and they did quick passes to not let our defensive line be able to penetrate the pocket. And that made our defense pin their ears back in the first half. And all of a sudden, they were able to do basically whatever they wanted with the defense. And the defense, our defense, gave our offense some opportunities early. And once again, they just didn't. It didn't happen. And it's frustrating. But this this is a young team. I think Rivera will eventually get it turned around. But this season, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what's going on, man. Look, look, Terry McLaurin, seven receptions, 115 yards, and a touchdown. He just got He's the captain stud. on He's his stud. the captain chest on his chest, and it was well deserved. Obviously, in this game, the guy is just incredible. I, I made a tweet during the right. during the game after that touchdown. I said, you know, I, I want to kiss Terry McLaurin. I don't care who knows it. That guy is an absolute yeah. stud. He deserves all the credit that he is given. He really put the team on his back. Antonio Gibbs, I know he had that fumble early on, which should not have happened. I, I know Logan Thomas was not trying to get the penalty where it was. you can't be the first player to touch it after being out of bounds. Right. You could tell he was like, oh, oh, can I touch yeah. it? Can I touch it? But, man, you saw, like, you want to be mad about this game, but at the same time, you feel better because they you saw good from Alex Smith. But at the same time, the defense just – they have to be able to stop them at some point in the first half. I know that this is typical right. of Jack Rios's defenses where they give up a bunch in the first half and the second half they really uh, nip down, which is true because in this game they only gave up three in the but, second half. But goodness, they right, got to help right. them in the first half. But the the thing is, the defense at the beginning, they did help them. They, they, they did, did do very well. It's just when you're on the field constantly, right, you're absolutely that's correct. when you, you get gas and it's the bend, don't break. And the offense turning the ball over, going three and out, uh, fumbling the ball away on their first possession after the Giants just had a long drive on their opening drive. Yeah. 
Uh, and, and then they think they finally get off the field and Jarius Wright fumbles the punt and then they're just getting gassed. And that's why you see them come out in the second half all fired up. But the opportunity is there for this team to go up early in the game and they just haven't been able to take advantage of it. I don't know why they, they struggle so much with getting things going early on, but they do. And it, it's a real problem right now. It really is because it puts them in a hole. And I talked about a pregame on the drunkies this morning yeah. that I did not think that that was going to happen again, uh, but it certainly did rear, rear its ugly head uh, yet again against the giants. And like you said, it's just an anomaly because look, Daniel Jones didn't have a great game by any means. 23 of 34, 212 right. yards and a touchdown. The Washington football team had five sacks on the turn day. Turn the ball over like That's he does true. 50 times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and that was good to see. Uh, I didn't notice, of course, there was a, a point when in the beginning of the game when I was out getting Dunkin' Donuts, but I looked at three different stat sheets and it said Chase Young had a sack. I didn't know Chase Young had a sack. I saw him almost get a sack, but I, yeah, I, 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 I think I remember one. him getting one. And then Wayne Gallman, okay. 14 yeah, carries yeah, I mean, for 68 yards and a touchdown. I, they, how about, they, yeah, Alfred Morris. I know, dude. There, there was a point then Hall made a comment that Alfred Morris is going to be the one that give us the death, isn't he? And he was absolutely right. It was looking that way, but the Washington football team just found a way to get themselves back in this game. <sighs> just just like last time, they, they fell short, dude. It sucks. It absolutely sucks, but where, do, yeah. we, where yeah. do we go from here? Because now Alex Smith is starting against the Detroit Lions. Rivera just said that in his post-game conference today. And I'm going to tell you, I feel uplifted. Not going to lie, I, I with Alex Smith because right. if I would if I were to know that Alex Smith was going to start against the Detroit Lions based off how he played the Rams, I'd be petrified. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. But but knowing how he played today, and he was he's just two bad throws away from having a pretty decent game. Uh, I, I feel pretty I feel okay with Alex Smith going into this week you know I think that he if they are going to go on the run he's the guy to kind of guide them on that run and what a story that would be I think he's already the NFL's comeback player of the year but I don't know he did those were some pretty bad throws on those interceptions like that that was just completely inexcusable for a player of his caliber so and then a huge shout out Cam Um, Sims Cam Sims had a huge day three receptions 110 yards a 36.7 average he stiffed armed somebody. That was an obvious huge play. I'm just, I want to feel so happy about this team, but we just lost. What do we do? Yeah, right. I know you can't. The, the I guess you, you can try to take away some good from it if there is any good in getting swept by the Giants. They're only two wins of the season. Uh, on that that drive that ended with the Cameron curl sack on Daniel Jones. First of all, if that's against any other team, Daniel Jones fumbles that football, but of course it's against us. So that doesn't happen. Right. But uh, that defensive line dominated the end of that drive. The giants shot themselves in the foot with a penalty or two. And and then from that point on, that's when the defensive line is like, all right, we're coming right at you, Daniel Jones. And then it's smart, smart play by uh, Jack Del Rio sending Cameron curl completely unblocked on that blitz. And that ended up giving us the ball back with the chance and they blew it. They completely blew it. But so you can take some good things away from it, I guess. Um, but it's still it's frustrating to see that it's the same thing every week. You just yeah. get in a hole early. And I mean, of course, except for the Dallas game, you get in a hole early and you right. can't come back. You just it's too it's too much. It's too hard for a young team. Yeah. And they keep continuing to do this, uh, except for the uh, Cowboys game. You're absolutely right. Now, this team, they, they've done a good job, I thought, uh, especially because with Alex Smith, it seemed like they got into a rhythm. You know, as much as he was just dumping the football off, he was 
executing the football. They were getting down the field. J.D. McKissick had a yeah. very good day, in my opinion. Nine receptions yep. for 65 yards. He in, he did incredibly well being able to pick up some crucial yardage on, like, second downs and third downs and uh, whatever have you. I thought the team played well enough to win this game in the second half, but the way that they played in the first half was so bad and so poor that it was too much to overcome. And then the interceptions at the end seal the deal. The crazy yeah. the crazy thing the, about this is that they had a, a chance to win, and they still That's shot right. themselves in the foot. Right, yeah. I mean, it's really crazy. If, Like I said earlier, if you look at it and you were to say that Washington has four turnovers to John, to the New York's none, yeah. Washington has a chance to win this game? Okay. Right. And then, of course, they have the fifth turnover. That, But you can't win with turning the ball over like that. And uh, But I think you're right. J.D. McKissick had a great game, I think, with Alex Smith going forward. He is going to be his best friend. We know Alex Smith loves to dump the ball off. Expect J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson to get a good amount of catches going forward. Yeah, Alex Smith going 24 of 32, uh, touchdown and three interceptions. Really, just two bad passes. Yeah. Two terrible passes that just, ugh. And it's, it just sucks, man, because I saw this one meme of uh, a waiter putting a dish on a table for a couple, and it was the Washington football team handing the plate to a Giants. Uh, oh god yeah it's 100 percent true that's exactly what happened yeah right yeah and and that was the worst first half of football i think i've seen since the jim zorn era or or honestly maybe i thought it was the monday night massacre that was the last time i saw some play like that that was like it was just anything that could go wrong went wrong yeah It, it was just your starting quarterback of course goes down the fumble on the first play the punt return fumble after your defense finally gets you the ball back and then you're not down by too much and that penalties when you're inside the red zone just completely kill a drive and it was just frustrating but i did love the way they came out in the second half to start the second half and marched right down the field for a touchdown easy six plays boom they were in and i was like okay somebody fired up that offense in the locker room i'm sure it was morgan yeah they but, had, uh, they had no business having a chance to win this football game no not at all <laughs> with how many that, turnovers they had there's no reason they should have been fighting had, in this but they were and that's they just had like, five that's turnovers team. and they lost by three it's like five the, turnovers it's the microcosm of the season really they, right. they, they put themselves in such a hole that they can't get out of it. and the and the crazy thing is they have a chance to do it they do yeah. and that's the crazy thing because they give you that one feeling that little vote of confidence to say that they can do it and you want right. to see them do it all four quarters like they did the cowboys and if they play that way all four quarters they handedly beat the giants in my easily opinion. easily <laughs> yeah it's not even a question i mean what what did they outscore them in the second half 20 to 3 17 to 3 17 to 3 yeah i mean that's yeah, they dominated that second half. It was literally a tale of two halves. And it's just we played a lot worse on offense, or I'm sorry, all around in the yeah. first half than the Giants did in the second half. And it's unfortunate. But, I mean, that also goes to show you that the Giants aren't that good, obviously. I mean, we knew, that. They're, we knew that. But, yeah, obviously, they did, they, they've did. they had our number. They've swept us the last two years. So, something well, yeah, I, I was right. I was watching pregame. I was watching this like ESPN scoreboard thing. It had like Ryan Clark and somebody else on there, and they were both saying like, "Well, the way the Giants play the Bucks, that's I, I that they're gonna come out and win uh, win against a Washington football team uh, narrowly." And obviously, they did end up. But like, people are gonna say that about this game, but it's literally not true. Like the like the Washington football team should have won this game, like right. without a freaking doubt in my mind. And that's the worst part about it. They continue to do this. They continue just to piss away wins. But um, hey man, yeah, 
Hey, good for Thanks. Alex Smith, though. The dude really yeah. impressed today. Yeah, he did. Like I said, aside from two throws, I, I think that he played fantastic football. And this is going to be something that I think that this in the second half of games is really what we have potential to do, and that's without having the most talent that we could have, you know, without having the best right. team that we could have. So I think as the year goes on and next season, especially if we get somebody under center that we feel confident in, and maybe even a new offensive coordinator, who knows? Uh, I, I think that this team will be a lot better. It's it's a process, and it is going to take a little bit. But you do see some flashes of what this team can be. And they they the one thing I will say about this team is they don't give up. They don't they, they don't. don't quit. They don't. So that that's a very good thing. That's a yes. sign of a Ron Rivera led team. And that's I guess one good takeaway. Yeah, and I'm I'm really intrigued to see how they come out against Detroit now because yeah. they, they they shouldn't be happy with themselves. They shouldn't be content. Like I'm almost feeling in a way, but it, it you're so pissed off in that first half, and then like I literally sat outside of my deck because I I went out and took the dogs out real fast, and I look in and I see Terry running down the field. And I'm screaming, Terry, go, 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 go!" <laughs> and so from there on out, I was like, "All right, I'm gonna stay out here." And I had to stay out there and watch them lose this football game, and they could have easily had it there, Mike, and it sucks. Yeah, it really does. Yeah, definitely, but, I mean, that's – It's something that's to build on because they, they have they, – they, I think that's the biggest takeaway from them. They, they could but, have easily won it. Yeah, something uh, – a pretty surprising stat was teams coming off of a short week against teams coming off of a bye week, and it was the teams that were, were coming off of the short week were – won eight of the nine games or something, which mm -hmm. was, like, super surprising. Now, of course, it's nine out of the last ten. So that's something that nobody really expected. You'd expect the bye team to come out fresh legs. They're ready to go, but that hasn't been the case so far. No, so, it has not. No, it has not. I mean, with with the short week team winning 90% of the time, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and I, I like the way that you're going about this because you're using it as a building block, and I'm I'm right there with you. As much I as have I, to because if yeah, I don't. As much as I am emotional right now because I, they could have easily <laughs> won this and they should have, you know, you're yeah. absolutely right because – Right. This is a buildable moment. You guys had it in your hands, and this is why turnovers are so crucial in the game of football, especially in divisional games like this that are every inch matters, right? Yeah, literally. literally. And I think that that's hopefully something they can get turned around and maybe come out and perform better in the first half, but that's something that we've literally been saying all season. So. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it happened one week, and that was against the worst defense in the NFL. Yes. All right, everybody. Well, we'll catch you guys on Tuesday. We'll have a overall view of the NFL we'll, in depth. We'll talk about this game. We'll have some press conference, some injury updates for you guys. Washington football team falls to two and six, down to the bottom of the division. New York Giants sitting at two and seven. Washington football team looking to play the Detroit Lions this weekend in a big game. In a big game, is Matthew Stafford going to play? That's going to be a big question mark. Is yeah. he he got benched in that game? Not benched, but he, he was he was on the COVID list, I know. But then he was taken yeah. off before this week. Did he did he play today? Yeah, he played, and then they. Okay. I think they were getting beat so badly they took him out and put Chase Daniel in. Yeah, I saw that notification. That's okay. Well, that's well, going to that be a storyline for this week. All right, Bro. everybody, we'll see you on Tuesday. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. That's the first time I've ever done it normal. Right. And we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Washington football. Woo! Oh, yeah.